0: I'm glad you are here today. Christmas Sunday. Oh, what a great joy to be here. And I want you to help me out. I'm going to be talking about joy. So, smile while I talk. That will encourage me. I have been, I've been so captivated. Meditating each day, connecting with God in devotions by a phrase that is in the story of the wise men coming across to meet Jesus. And as they make their trip from Jerusalem to Bethlehem, this phrase. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. How many would like some of that? I mean, mean, and and, I so I've been, I've been. It just comes alive every time I've been praying. The Holy Spirit brings that phrase to me. I studied the words. The word "exceeding" means to be like all in, pedal to the metal. It's like maximum. But it wasn't enough just to have maximum joy. Then the next Greek word is listen to this, "megas." anyone know what word comes from? Megas? Mega. So it wasn't enough just to have maximum joy. Then they added, so it's maximum, mega joy. And the question is, is that joy available to you? According to your faith, be it unto you. I don't know, but. Well, if it was available to these men, maybe there were some wise women. I don't know, but wise men, I know. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm not that politically correct. (laughs) I was getting coaching from the front here. Call them wise people, but they were wise men. There they were. Do you know that, that we don't know if there was just three of them, though? There was probably more than three, because to make the trip from the east in a caravan, three guys probably would have got mugged, (laughs) especially with the loot they were carrying. So they were probably rolling deep posse. There were probably a lot of them, probably a big caravan of them. But they came across, and did you notice this? That they came across and they saw the star. So what time of day was it? Brilliant people, brilliant people. You see stars at night. night. Uh, The shepherds, also a picture of Christmas. They were watching over their flocks by Night. night. So here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about joy in the night. Because this season can be a time Where people are going through maybe the first year of grief. You've lost somebody that was with you last Christmas, but not this Christmas. This is actually a season where sociologists tell us discouragement. People face it in in huge, because they look at their home and it doesn't match the Norman Rockwell picture. Nobody's does. Come on, where are all the dysfunctional homes? Where are they Everyone should put their. Every, every home, every single home has some dysfunction in it. Let's all just be true. You see, we all, we're still there. And the scenes of Christmas that just captivated me are these night scenes, and they're there on purpose. To show the light of the world, Christ coming into the darkness and the light shining out of darkness so that in the midst of darkness, even if you're facing despair, that this could be a season of joy in the dark. The enemy wants to keep you in the dark. God wants to pull you out of the dark. And the enemy keeps you in the dark using a tool he has used forever. Here's the tool the enemy uses. Divide and conquer. He did it in the Garden of Eden to separate humanity from God and humanity from each other. Divide and conquer. He's trying to do it in your marriage. It's true. Divide and conquer. He would like to do it in this community. He would like to do it in this church. He would like to do it in this country. Divide and conquer. But Christ comes to unify in joy. That this would be a season, no matter how dark you feel, maybe you're going through grief and that's legit. But in the midst of that, in the midst of the darkness, you can find this maximum mega joy. I want to give it to you as a gift from me to you. Well, from God. But don't say I never gave you anything. And I just—I want to unwrap that gift of maximum, mega. Some of you don't even look like that's possible. You're going like, I don't even think that's possible. It's in the Bible. And when I see stuff in the Bible, I go, I want, I, I'm making a transition from uh, 2018 to 2019. Are you making that journey with me? I'm making that journey. And, and my prayer is that whatever level of joy I have had in 2018, I have a lot of joy, but I'm ready to multiply that. I'm ready to go for joy times joy times joy times joy. I would like that maximum, mega joy. You got to smile while I'm talking. That's, that's very good. That's, mm, that's, mm. So, here's three questions that will help to unwrap this gift that obviously these wise worshipers discovered because they experienced it. And I believe that experience is available to you. Nudge your neighbor, say he's talking about you. To you, maximum, mega, maybe we should just say it, because you guys are just looking at me like, you are looking at me like those camels when they came into this room last week. (laughs) Who are these people? Mm. Here we go. Maximum, Maximum. mega, Mega. joy. joy. Oh, that's good. Now, first question to unwrap this gift. What? are you seeking for? Maybe you've seen the bumper stickers, wise men still seek Him. And I believe that wise worshipers still seek Him. Because what you focus on in life is influencing your emotions. And in the midst of the dark, they had a focus. They saw the star. They were focused. But it wasn't just the star. They had a dream. And if you want maximum mega joy, you've got to have a dream. And the best dreams in life do not come from pizza. The best dreams in life come from God. When they saw the star, they knew they had a purpose. And as you move into a new year, Do you have a dream that is propelling a purpose that comes from God? That that nurtures joy. They knew that God was with them. That they weren't alone in the dream because they weren't fulfilling their dream. They weren't out on their own doing their own thing. They were fulfilling God's dream so they knew that God was with them and the star was moving and they knew God was helping them. You line those three things up? A dream, a purpose knowing God's presence and being directed by God, you're going to experience some joy. Now, if you focus on the wrong things, it can bring you into frustration and failure and fear. A young minister, uh, Brittany, who did her first wedding a few days ago. A few days ago, Brittany was the officiant for the first wedding. She says it's going to be her first and only wedding. I don't know. But she was super nervous. And before she officiated the wedding, she Google searched wedding failures. (laughs) She was researching every way a wedding could go wrong. What you could mess up as you're doing a wedding. And the more she studied wedding failures, the more her joy diminished. One of the things was that the officiant can mix up the sections. Like there's sections to the wedding. And and so she put at least 75 lines in between the sections in her outline. And then when she got to the wedding, to find the sections, she had to scroll, 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 scroll. Where is that next section? Because when you, if, if you are focusing on possible failures, it will not bring much joy. How many know failure doesn't bring joy? Failure can teach you lessons, but not real joy. So these wise men had a focus. And their focus was, they, they said, Here's, this is why we've come in. Matthew chapter 2. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men came from the east. Remember we talked about them coming from Persia, from the east, where Daniel the prophet had been taken captive and taken to Persia. And so out of David's captivity came this message that the Messiah, the Christ, would be born. So out of something bad, captivity, something good came. This story comes from that. So these men came from the east and they had a focus. They were looking for something to happen. And they had this is what they were focused on. Where is he who is born king of the Jews? Who are they looking for? Who are they looking for? It's the right answer, so you can say it. Who are they looking for? Jesus. Now, look, get this. Because in this season, you can get focused on a lot of things. You can get focused on the company that's coming over. Oh, my Lord, my mother-in-law is coming. That may not increase your joy. I don't know. I don't know what that is. but You can get focused on all. You can get focused on some of you are sitting here today and you haven't started shopping yet. Some of you are finished. God bless you. Some of you have yet to begin. God bless you. (laughs) Amen. I heard an amen over here. Yes, Lord's with you. You can get focused on that. You can get here, you can get focused on this in this season the stuff I don't have, the dysfunctional family. Or you can seek what these wise worshipers were seeking. They were seeking Jesus. And if you take your focus off all of those things and get it on Jesus, you will begin to experience the joy that these worshipers had maximum, mega, joy. Jesus said it like this when he was teaching us. Hey, you got to seek for the right things in life. You've got to seek first. He said it like this. Seek first the kingdom of God and the righteousness of God. And then all these things will be added to you. Now, people have flipped that and they, they search for all these things And then they try to add God in. All of these things. And then if i got some extra time left over, I'm going to give that to God. Jesus said do exactly the opposite. Seek the kingdom. Seek the king, which these wise men were seeking. Seek the king first. And it will increase the joy of your life. In the Bible, uh, one of the most powerful books about joy, if you'd like to increase your joy, I'd encourage you to read the book of Philippians. A small little book. Written by Paul when he was in a, watch this, a dark place. He was in prison. You know why he was there? For talking about Jesus. And he writes this book. And in the third chapter, he's encouraging them to focus on Jesus. He says, I want to know Christ. And I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. That's a good way to know him. But also, get this, I want to know him in the fellowship of his suffering, which means if you are in a dark place and if there is some grief, if there is some suffering, you can still know Christ in the midst of that. You can still find Christ in the midst of your darkness. In fact, the darker your day is, the more Christ shines brightly. So as he writes that, he says, I want you to keep this as a focus. In fact, in verse 15, he says, now let's keep focused on that goal. What goal? The goal of knowing Christ. It's a few verses ahead. And knowing him in the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship of his suffering. Keep that goal for those of us who want everything God has for us. Is there anyone in the house that wants everything God has for you? That's, that's what he says. And if you have anything else, something else in mind, you're, you're focused on something else, less than total commitment, then God will clear your blurry vision. You've got blurry vision and God wants to bring it into focus. And if you get focused on knowing Christ... You'll know joy. Paul writes this as he he finishes this book out. In the last few paragraphs, he's just in prison. He's in a dark place. But he's talking about focusing on Christ. And in the last few words, he writes, Rejoice in the Lord. Always. Always. Now get this, brothers and sisters. In the dark night of the soul. When everything hasn't turned out the way you thought it would or should. When that that person you thought would be at your table this Christmas is not there. When darkness pushes in, in the midst of all ways, I will rejoice in the Lord. And if you didn't get it the first time, he repeats it. And again... I say, rejoice. rejoice, rejoice! In a dark season, you can focus on Christ, and that's what He calls us. So, that's questions there. What are you? Fo- what are you seeking? What are you seeking? Now, second question: What are you willing to do? Because a dream without a do accomplishes you're saying it that's good show me show me what it accomplishes show me show me show me what it accomplishes show me yes. thank you thank you for participating thank you I had to work a little hard on you to get you to just pretend when i'm talking i'm talking to you <laughs> you all do that that works best nothing Listen, there were some people last year as they started 2018 and they made some resolutions. They had some dreams for this year, but they had no do. They just had a dream, but no do. And what you need as you move into 2019 is more doo-doo. So it's, it's good. I, I, I encourage you to think about this next year. I encourage you to have a dream for this year. You need to have that to fuel maximum mega joy. But you also got to get your dream into gear and do. These guys, man, they, they, they clearly knew what they were going to do when they came to the king. And they, they said to Herod in verse 11, Um, We've come to Jerusalem. We want to find him who was born king of the Jews. For we have seen his star in the east. And what did they come to do? What were they going to do? We have come to worship. worship. We have a dream. And here's what we're going to do. And then in verse 11, they didn't just talk about it. They didn't just write it down in their list of things to do. They actually did it. Verse 11. And when they came into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother. And what did they do? They fell down and they worshiped. So they dreamed, and then they put that dream to action. And one of the best things you can do to experience mega, maximum joy is to understand this principle of worship. We've been talking about it in this series. We've been talking about this simple definition of worship, which is to, remember, to love and to express love to God. To love and to express love to God. You can love God, but if you don't express it, it's not worship. You can have an expression. You can sit in church. You can sing Christian karaoke. You can sing the words off the screen. Okay. You can come to Christmas Eve. You can sing the words, sing the carols. But if there's no love, there's not worship. But if you love and you express what you oh what you what you what you invite is the presence of God because God inhabits the praises of his people and you need to learn this truth: that God inhabits the praises of his people and in his presence, get this, in his presence there is what? What's it say? In your presence there is That's a lot of joy. Full. Fullness. That sounds like maximum, mega joy. And where is it available? Please get this. Please, please, please. Because if your joy has been low or no, it's because, get this, it's because you haven't connected to His presence. Because in his presence, there is fullness of joy. When those wise worshipers were walking across on their way to Bethlehem, please get this, they hadn't even seen Christ yet. They just had the faith that they would see Christ. They experienced maximum mega joy, exceeding great joy. In the middle of the night, because they were on their way to worship, And in his presence, there is fullness of joy. Every time you genuinely, get this, every time you genuinely worship, joy accompanies that. Christian karaoke? Maybe fun and a little bit of happiness, but no joy. A little little word you sang. But when you experience his presence, there is fullness of joy. Of joy and God would like you to walk this earth in fullness of joy. He is ready to bring an army of people to the planet who will experience maximum mega joy. Can you imagine if you went in to work with maximum mega joy? Can you imagine? People say, what are you on? Were you into the eggnog? Nope. I met Jesus this morning. Where would you meet him? My bedroom. My prayer closet. I worshiped and I experienced fullness of joy. This is why the enemy wants to keep you in darkness and keep you divided because it limits your voice on the earth. If there was an army of people walking the planet in maximum mega joy, it would bring revolution. Yeah. I'd like some of that. And so they, number one, what was the first thing? What do you seek? What do you seek? That's question number one. What do you, what's your focus on? This Christmas, what is your focus on? Question number two, what are you willing to do? Question number three, what are you willing to bring? Because these guys, they're famous for bringing to Christ, right? They brought gold and frankincense and myrrh. And there have been calculations, and we talked about it in this series, of what would that be in modern times and the south china morning post i told you they valued it at, at 120 million there's different variations but in any in any evaluation it was an extravagant gift and they brought it to jesus they planned to bring it to jesus they planned 2 years before to bring this gift to find the king, and to present these gifts. It was enough funding to fund Jesus' escape into Egypt, to sustain him when he was in Egypt, and to bring him back. It was a very key point. And please get this. Please, 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 listen. If you've dozed off, please come back. Anyone who speaks knows that every seven minutes, people take a mental vacation. You're with me, and then you're somewhere else. So please don't miss. Please make sure just nudge your name. Make sure your name, everyone got it, everyone got, it, everyone, got it, everyone. Okay, because just get this. Because you will not find joy showing up in any relationship, in a marriage relationship, asking the question, what's in it for me? It doesn't bring joy. You don't you don't experience exceeding great joy showing up at work, what's in it for me? you don't experience exceeding great joy showing up at church, what's in it for me? You experience maximum mega joy when you show up with something to bring. And it may not be $120 If you do have that, end of your giving would be a blessing. But this time of year, I know you've been shopping, doing a lot of things. But every room you show up in here, here, just remember, everywhere you go, there you are. I know it's deep. You can write that down. Mm, deep, deep stuff. And you can always bring the gift of yourself. Not to get, not to, well, I, I'm here, I'm here. Somebody, somebody do something nice for me. And listen to this. Please listen. Watch this. When we are in darkness... We want people to give to us. There is a tendency to say, I'm, I'm hurting today. Someone please do for me. Let me take you, I won't unpack the whole psalm because it's a, it's a rich psalm, but let me take you to Psalm 126, which is the background of the psalm is God's people have been captive slaves in Babylon for 70 years. They are released and coming out. They're, in a, a, they're broke. They are broke. You don't have to say amen, but there are people who are broke in this room. Some of you are broke. They, these people were broke. And they sent them out with a little, little bag of seed rice. They sent them across the desert to travel back. And, and the first verse is great. The first verse says, we were like those who had a dream. That's, that ties into the first point that we talked about. You can read the whole psalm. It's only a couple of verses, maybe five verses, I think. But verse 5 says this. We can read this. Okay, let's read, let's, let's, let's read this. Those who sow in tears shall reap in, now get that. What are they, they are in tears. They are in a dark place. They're in a broken place. They're in a place of discouragement, Right? And in that place, what are they choosing to do? They're choosing to sow. They haven't showed up and said, what's for me? They're saying, how can I help? What can I do for you? Because when you sow joy out to others making their lives better, encouraging them, it comes back to you multiplied because that's how sowing and reaping works. So even in your dark day show up and ask yourself what am I bringing to this conversation? How am I helping in this situation? It's not about me. It's about sowing something out of your need. And if you sow it out, man it'll come back. Here's wisdom from the Proverbs. The generous soul is the one who is made rich. And the one who waters will be watered themselves. See that? So, in this little parable, what what are they giving out? They're giving out he who gives. He who gives. No, second line. He who Okay, so what are they giving? Water's the right answer. Let's try it. water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this is the eleven o'clock crowd. This is <laughs> you, these are the guys that got a lot of sleep and you rested and and you should be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Okay, so they are giving water and what do they what will what will happen? They will receive what back. They will receive. Water. So they give. Water. And they get. So watch this. I'm going to apply this when you show up and you are in tears and you are in a dark place, but if you choose to show up, you get your focus right, you you choose to do, and you give joy to others, what are you going to receive back? Exactly. What this world needs is ambassadors of the kingdom of God who will walk like these wise worshipers of old in a spirit an enthusiasm of mega, maximum joy. And I hereby appoint you ambassador to the world of mega, maximum joy. Tell your neighbor that he's talking about you. He's appointing you. He just appointed you. He just appointed you. you. So 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 watch this. Some of you are gonna show up in some family situations. And there's gonna be some drama. Some family drama. Remember that you're an appointed ambassador. At that point, ask yourself, what am I focused on? Am I focused on all the drama? All the failure? No. I get my focus back to the king of kings. And what am I going to do? Listen, if you have to go to the bathroom, not to use it, but to find a personal space where you can worship in the midst of the drama, do it. Go in there, close the door, declare it a prayer closet. And take some moments to love God and express that love to God. Because what? What? In his presence is fullness of joy. And you can be filled with joy in the can. hmm I'm pre- I'm preaching today. I'm preaching. I'm preaching much better than you're listening today. But I'm preaching. I, 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 here, here's the enemy wants to drag you into the drama. Ah, they, they say something. You. Go, I got something back to say to you. I'm, let me tell you, man. I'm going to tell you. Get it? Divide and conquer. That's what he wants to do. And into the midst of that situation, I'd like you to be an ambassador of maximum mega joy. Just, oh, excuse me, I, I, excuse me, I got to go. Get your focus right. Get your heart right. And come out with something to bring. And when you're not bringing, you're not bringing nasty words, angry words. In fact, here, let me, tra- let's try this. For the next 24 hours no negative words come out of your mouth. Some of you have already broken it by saying, that's a stupid idea. (laughs) Gotcha. Ain't no joy in that. Ain't no joy. When they saw the star. They knew they were, on a, they, were, they were on a mission from God. They had a purpose. You've got to remember your purpose. You've got to have that dream of God's presence changing people in your family or your business or your school. That's a dream. You've got to do something about it. Then you have to bring the best you to that situation. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And may you walk in these days with exceeding great joy. And may you share that joy. Remember the shepherds? Remember the shepherds? Remember the shepherds in the Bible? Birth of Jesus shepherds, remember them? They were watching over their flocks by so it was dark and in the darkness the angel shows up and in the darkness here's what the angel says i've got news for you and it's news of great joy that's where that whole song joy to the world comes from because into our dark moments christ comes to overthrow the darkness and to bring the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is a place that is filled with love, filled with joy, filled with peace. And may you live in that atmosphere in these days. And may you enter into 2019 with an attitude that says, thank God for everything that happened in 2018, but I am ready, I'm ready, I'm ready to up my, I'm ready for maximum mega joy to the, to the, mm, in Jesus' name. Let's stand together for prayer. I'm going to ask our prayer team, if you will come immediately, please. Everyone else, close your eyes. And let the Holy Spirit talk to you about your life, encourage you. Let there be a connection with God's presence. We're going to invite God's presence in a fresh way into our lives. Some of you need to invite God's presence into your life for the first time. Some for the first time in a long time. But we're going to pray a prayer together. And it's a prayer of invitation. A prayer that connects with Christ as our Savior and our Lord. A prayer that makes heaven not only our home in the future, but invites the atmosphere of heaven into our lives today. And the atmosphere of heaven is joyful. I'm going to lead in the prayer. I'm going to pray out loud. I'm going to ask all of us to pray together. We always pray for 100%, including you, to not just say these words from your your head but from your heart and experience the presence of Christ. So would would you pray with a good, strong voice these words? Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I open my heart, my soul, and my life to Jesus Christ. I turn away from the darkness. I repent of sin. I leave it behind. And I receive your love, your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness. I am a child of God. Thank you, God, for loving me and never giving up on me. Now help me to follow Jesus every day of my life. In Jesus' name. Good, strong, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. That's a good prayer. Hallelujah. That's a good prayer. That begins. That's not an ending point. That prayer is not an ending point. It's a beginning point. And we are a place that is dedicated to help you growing and becoming all the man that God wants you to be, all the woman God wants you to be. And whatever you're facing in your life, our prayer team is now here to pray with and for you. If you're coming to Christ, you need healing. There are people in this room that need a Christmas miracle. The Bible says pray. Two or three people come together. And Jesus shows up in the midst of that. And so you're welcome to come and receive prayer. That's why we're here. Also, if you would like to receive communion, the bread and the cup of the Lord remind us that Jesus went to the cross. He absorbed all our sin and all our shame, all of it. He died, he went into the tomb, and he rose again so that he would be in this room right here. And Jesus is here, and we celebrate his presence by taking the bread, taking the cup. You don't have to be a member of this church to receive communion or to receive prayer. You are most welcome to let Jesus touch you. If you've been a guest here, thanks for coming. Please come again. We want to help you grow. We want to help you become an ambassador of the kingdom of God. If you're a guest here, please, uh, if you haven't stopped by our VIP room, you are a VIP back on the left-hand side. We want to meet you. I'm going to pray one prayer of blessing. And after that prayer, people are going to come and receive prayer. People are going to receive communion. You're welcome to do that. The worship team is going to lead us. Maybe you need to take some time getting into the presence of God so that the fullness of joy would be yours. Those people will be going. You go with the grace of God. If you can work it in your day tomorrow, 4, 30 or 6, come back for uh, Christmas Eve. It's a different service tomorrow night. Um, I preach much shorter. A lot of singing, a lot of music. And it's just beautiful. I love that moment where we turn out the lights and the whole room lights up with candle lights. Just beautiful. Just, just beautiful. So I pray this blessing. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you may the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you may the God of hope fill you with all joy maximum mega exceeding great joy and peace as you put your trust in God instead of your own understanding so that you will overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I bless you in the strong, mighty, and majestic name of Jesus. And in Jesus' name, you are incredibly blessed. And all of God's people say, amen. Give the Lord just an ovation of praise. Come forward for prayer. Come forward for communion. We love you so much. God bless you guys. Merry Christmas.